jumping in to say a few words before this week's episode starts. Firstly, thank you all so much for the love and support you guys have shown on this season so far. I'm so glad you have been enjoying the episodes and the guests along the last few weeks. Secondly, as I mentioned back in January, this is the last season of Furry Trash Pod and the final few episodes of the show are coming down the road very, very soon. But before then, this week's episode marks the halfway point in the season, with the show taking a little break but returning on March 19th. With that episode guests, Duke Doggo, but until then, enjoy this week's episode and Furry Trash Pod will return on March 19th. See you then! Welcome back to Furry Trash, the podcast for furries by furries. I'm Rose Get in the Box and welcome to another episode of the show. This week I am joined by Frostbox. Say hello, Frostbox. Howdy y'all, Frostbox here. <laughs> Glad Frostbox, to be here. I'm delighted to have you here, first of all. Tell people who you are and what you do. Well... Howdy, I am Frostox. I am a Texas YouTuber in the middle of Texas. I do the YouTube. I also have my first suit, Frost here. And I also just do any content, like either furry or Minecraft contents, just with my character. He's been here for since 2017. And yeah, I've been doing YouTube ever since 2019. It's been a blast, been able to interact with people and just overall, I had a very fun time. How did you end up creating Boston? How is he here today? All right. It's kind of an interesting story. Um, it was during, like, when I joined the furry fandom in 2017, around the summer, I didn't really have a character at the time. So that's when I decided, like, hey, it's your chance to make a character. So I was like, all right, where do I start? Because you could literally create anything in the furry fandom, like a fox, a bear, like any species. And I was like, okay, Frost, why don't you go basic and go completely unoriginal with a fox? So I went with a fox and then I decided to put it as an Arctic fox because, well, I love the snow and I add a little blue in there because back then uh, there were two popular YouTubers named, like, well, they're still popular. Um, Vixen Dunk with Rika Strawberry and Majira Strawberry. And I was like, okay, so what if I had Majira and Rika sort of combined? <laughs> and that's where I took the blue and the, and when, when Majira had his old fursona with the yellow ring, I put a purple instead. Add some blue here, dark blue, purple, white. And that's why I transformed into what is today known as Frost. He had a little bit more of an update because his eyes, like they never always had these purple underdrops. That's when I added them later. It was an accident made in a commission for Halloween of 2017. Where it's like, hey, I put purple under here because hey, it's supposed to be scary. And I said, okay. I didn't have an official ref at the time, but when I decided to give art of Frost with those purple eyes under it for the ref. Like, I didn't know he would actually put it for the ref. And then, yeah, here he is. That became Modern Frost. So we started off as the, you know, the, can I borrow your homework? Can I copy your homework meme? And then it turned into <laughs> the Bob Ross of the happy little accidents. Yeah, then here he is now. 
he is super adorable even though i love the little like bits under his eyes i never knew that story it is it's super super cute oh my gosh thank you so, so much you mentioned you joined the furry fandom in summer 2017 when did you kind of get into it and how did you kind of discover the furry fandom well i joined it in 2017 during the summer like i was like just not really into it because that's when i I, I tried to get engaged to the first time. That's when I had a furry amino account when pe- everyone was doing sponsorships by them. Still haven't gotten a sponsorship for them. I'm pretty sure they're dead right now because, well, it's furry amino. But I joined furry amino. That's when I interacted with the community a little bit. And then, like, it was like a little awkward because I'm that new furry. It's like, what am I supposed to be doing here? What is this? What is that? I was trying to understand furry culture with like there was like writing and then uh, people like making arts and it's like okay I need to do something in the fandom to get engaged and that's when I decided to try to do like furry doodles like from a normal dog to a furry dog I tried to do that well I did for a while I, I was getting the hand of it and then when it was like two weeks into it, that's when I decided to fully kick into fandom and make my persona, Frost. And fun fact, he was about to name um, Snowflake one time. And I am glad that I did it because it would it's a too long name and it's just like, hey, there's Snowflake. It's kind of a, like in today's culture, it's like not a good word to use, but there's Frost there and... Yeah, so far in fandom, done quite well. <laughs> on your YouTube channel, you mainly make a lot of Minecraft videos. How did you get into Minecraft and how did you kind of combine the Minecraft fandom and the Furry fandom together? Okay, it's kind of a complicated story. Um, whenever I was doing my furry series called Furry Spotlight, where I would just go over, like, talk about, like, furries, like, who they are, what they are, like, similar to this podcast, but... Once I kept trying to do it, like I noticed my viewer retention, basically how many people are actually looking at the video, like it's like below 10%. And I would get like, like so many views, like it was just like unbelievable. Like I'm like a lot of views, like 600 views, but each retention is like 10%. Like every time I try to make a video with like, I did my best. I love this. It, I am so proud of it. Three days later, I check on here. It's like, all right, let me see. How is my video doing? I think I should do well. Oh, that's not good. And I was like, okay, what am I supposed to do? I am not really satisfied with the furry content because I'm not being able to reach out to other people. Like that's what I originally have from the channel to reach out. And so I was just sitting on actually this couch here. It's like, what am I supposed to do? And then I was just browsing YouTube and that's when I noticed a YouTuber by the name of Mysticat who was like, who, who had a furry, a furry OC and was doing Minecraft tutorials. And they were a furry, but also not a furry. Like they didn't have the furry label on them, but they were furry. <laughs> and that's why I noticed like his video, like their videos are doing very well and just like being engaging. And it's like, okay, I could still be a furry and do like furry stuff, but I can't, I, I don't want to like be primarily furry. So that's when I, 
did my video about my announcement on November 5th about how was I transitioning from furry YouTube to Minecraft YouTube and what MCYT because like it was a risky adventure since I didn't know how it was going to be it was a all sort of gamble that's and then like three days later my viewer retention came from like it was like it was like from good old 10% all the way to 53%. And it's like this average, it's the same views I get like from every other video. It's just with Minecraft, people actually watch it. And I was also influenced this by a exodus of furries like Rao the Protogen, um, Damn Dog Games, like those furry YouTubers, like they're saying like they're trying to branch out to different parts because furries are not really that marketable at that point. And I took their advice decided to fall through and I am doing somehow really well and I am satisfied because I able to play my childhood game of Minecraft while making content with Frost so a win-win what does that stand for people who don't know what it stands for well the MCYT stands for Minecraft YouTube and it is basically the general basis of what it's basically a faster way of saying Minecraft YouTube and uh, that's why I'm now considered a MCYT creator. So like I'm part of that community now, I guess, also being part of the furry community because it was, because well, Minecraft of course, and that didn't stop for some backlash like from other other furries because I would usually sometimes get comments on there. It's like, Frost, when are you gonna do the furry spotlight thing? I'm like, no one watches them like no one actually watches them it goes down to 10 9 percent now <laughs> no one watches them like it's just that's typical retention it's like no one watches them no one bothers to eight minutes no one cares because i'm just in process being like <laughs> literally just doing nothing and yeah Actually, speaking of Furry Spotlight, why did you start Furry Spotlight? Was there a particular reason? What was the story behind it? Right now, that is a... Hmm. I originally started Furry Spotlight as a little project for the beginning of 2020. And like it was nice so far because I've been able to expand my editing because like, I wanted to work on it more. Because like, I wanted to expand like my editing techniques and all that stuff. I was using iMovie for editing because I was not given a lot of options because I'm a furry Texan. I'm not that rich. <laughs> and like I made, I started making furry spotlight videos. They were interesting. Like I did the first one on Stormy the Fourth. Like, let me just pull up the furry spot. Like, oh my gosh, there's like, yeah, there's a lot of them. I Now I come to think about it. Yeah, but when I did furry spotlights, like, I just talked about like who they are, do review, but people got like saying frost. You can't be rating furries. And I'm like, I'm not rating furries. <laughs> about them. That's why I switched it to furry spotlights to make it more appealable to audiences, which I did. That did gander some attention, like, but again, the retention value was not that good. And one of them, I even got a DMCA warning because apparently I was using the to be continued music for it. <laughs> like, dun, 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 Because, yeah, like, I don't know why, but 
they like it's just like it got to a point where people are thinking like frost aren't you just reviewing people to like get their viewers well yes but also no because i want to give them attention from the youtube community which they don't recognize because there are some furries i did a spotlight on from twitter there's some i did on like twitch like anything outside the furry of the of the youtube furry community and yeah that's and it's been going great like i even befriended some of them like verplex a bit toasty jack stardust Brube, and like others on there and some of them like the most recent one well the second recent one jt wusky i tried to do one that was apparently the worst one like it had a lot of views but the reaction to it was not good it was so awkward See, the reason why I found you was because I have a very similar playlist myself called Furries in the Media, where I, well, I don't really do it anymore, to be honest with you, because I haven't sat down to like found documentary in a long while, but it's kind of similar format where it's like, here's the thing, here's what it does. Like, in particular, I really loved doing the one on the Anthrocon videos or the NBC coverage. It's actually how I got Calgary on the show. Um, <laughs> and there was one there about London Furs being on this morning. And just kind of reacting to what they do and how they create and how to portray the furry fandom. So it's kind of nice how we do similar things, but also different, if that makes sense. All right. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. And I remember seeing that about like a segment on it in free Twitter about the about London furs and stuff. And yeah, like, but also, why are a bunch of London furries car furries? Like, that's why I always hear about. It's like, hey, look at this furry in a tank. Look at this, these furries posing of cars. They're all London furries. Even like when I talk, I have some furry friends in London. They only talk about cars. I'm like, is there anything else you talk about? And they said, uh, I talk about furry cars. You just give me the image now of like a, like a regular car, but like fur all over it. Kind of like how Lembrat's got the furry wall of just, like, just fur, but make it just car. Yeah. <laughs> Like cat bus. Make cat bus, but real life. Also, as I have you here, I'd like to ask you about some furry cons. So you've recently been to one. Now, this is being filmed in December 2021, but being published in early 2022. So the dates might be a bit strange and a bit all over the place, but look, we'll go with it. It'll be fine. How did you feel about your first furry post-COVID convention? I was, before I went to the convention, I was genuinely worried. Like, even though I have three shots of the Pfizer vaccine. I was still worried because I could actually get COVID. Like, I, d- I don't know if I could get COVID. Like, I mean, well, I would be almost immune to it, but I would still be considered a carrier of it because I could be sp- able to spread it to other furries on there. And I know that some furries, they're furries. They can bypass that by making a fake vaccine card or just by going to the con and going to the con not registering but just walking around because like they can't like they ban they could ban furries from the convention from registering but they could still be in the main hotels and like other places especially a certain raccoon there who was just like he was there, like everyone saw him and they didn't like kick him out or anything. He's like, oh, he's there. We can't do anything. And he is one who is against the vaccine. And it's just like got worrying there. And when I actually got there, like 
I was worried, but then when I met my friends and like people I knew, like it was very nice because I knew they were vaccinated and it was just like calming. And I was able to interact with them in fursuit. I gave them hugs in fursuits and like, oh my gosh, during the convention, it was better than BLFC to say, because <laughs> BLFC, I remember it was a mess of a con, like people saying, oh, it's not that bad if you went there. But then again, it was not good. But MFF was way better managed, like way more comfortable. Everyone wore a mask because it was required. And it was just so calming, like even under suits, like. And when I had to leave for the convention, like I was overly ecstatic and I felt so comfortable and glad that conventions are coming back to normal. Like I'm surprised they managed it so well. And I'm excited for, well, posting now, TFF 2022, which I do plan on going with friends and it's gonna be a blast there if I continue to follow the proper guidelines. I'm delighted you got to have a good experience at your convention because I've heard people saying because of the whole pandemic, people haven't been able to enjoy things properly. So I'm delighted people are now finally, I mean, especially in America, because in Ireland, we actually haven't got our own furry con. There's a convention that's done Comic Con and J Con and stuff, but we actually haven't got our own dedicated furry con. So I'm delighted people are actually going back to cons and enjoying them. It's fantastic. Yeah. Actually, as you mentioned masks, I love your your furry persona face mask there. Thank it is, you so it is much. adorable. Oh my gosh. I said this in our pre-chat, but like looking <laughs> at it now, I'm like, that is adorable. I haven't got one of my personas in Gorkaira, but I do have this one for a friend of mine, Jeannie Beats. She sent oh, me that's over. So cool. It's got the blue, and I'm like, ah, it, it makes <laughs> me so happy because I just it, I smile on the outside and I smile on the inside when I have it on, and it's just like furry. That's so cool. <laughs> so kind of wrapping up here you started off with long content videos and now you mainly publish youtube shorts what made you made the decision to switch from long content to basically tiktoks but youtube well during the time i was in a period of like posting long videos but also posting shorts like because i don't know why but sometimes youtube is like hey i'm gonna post like see that shorts i'm gonna make it more marketable because Apparently, according to statistics, like, well, my past statistics, like my longer videos, like anything above the one minute mark, don't get that much attention. But with the new YouTube shorts, the algorithm just eats it up. Like, I want that. I want that. Like, it just, it's just, it's insane. Like, I post one short video, like, I put things you could do as a furry, which is apparently my most popular TikTok, because I just literally do things that you can do as a furry one leave <laughs> and it's the most popular furry tiktok that i have ever done like i don't know why it's just so funny like it's just like the algorithm it's like i like that compared to other ones i don't know why even this one like how do you use social media don't you just <laughs> it's just like gobbles it up and it's just I don't know why like I've done it to like satisfy my audience because I had to post something because I was only posting one video a week and I wanted to give them fresh content but that also gave us a burnout because well doing shorts daily it can be exhausting and it was during the time where I had something called exams <laughs> and yeah I'm a college student 
college in Texas is painful because I had to do more exams, more tests and all that stuff. Education supported me, but I managed to get them done, but also it burned out my furry content like for shorts. That's why I decided to just stop with the shorts when I transitioned to Minecraft content to allow for more opportunities. It's more easier to edit and just like just being able to like do this. And I'm already talking with a friend of mine who loves to edit TikToks and she plans on working with me like next year, like during the break, well, for her break and like just working on getting out amazing content. So like going to either Minecraft or furry we don't know if this is time, like, I don't know yet, but if you see me posting on TikTok, I have more furry and more Minecraft, you probably see my decision. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Actually, speaking of content and, and seeing things, where can people find you online? Okay, well, I have a Twitter, twitter.com slash frostartbox, and then YouTube, youtube.com slash frostbox, just no Arctic, just frostbox. Then there's TikTok, Frost Arctic Fox, Instagram, Frost Arctic Fox, and Twitch, Frost Arctic Fox. Like everything, Frost Arctic Fox, but my YouTube for some reason. And I can't change it to Frost Arctic Fox because YouTube won't let me. It's updating. It's been there for two years. So, Frost, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really, really appreciate it. It's been so much fun. And if no you problem. want to check us out online, the show's Instagram is Furry.CrashBod, Twitter is FTrashBod. Fantastic. And on that lovely, lovely note, thank you for tuning in to Furry Trash. Bye. Bye.